0: Hello, hello. Today is February 28th, the last day of Black History Month. What a month it's been. I'm so happy that I was able to create episodes every single day of this month on different people, places, and events that have shaped Canadian history. We started this month examining the importance of celebrating Black history and how it officially started as Negro History Week in 1926 by Carter G. Woodson, and it was only in 1995 that it became federally recognized in Canada by the efforts of Honorable Jean Augustine. Creating these episodes allowed me to learn so much and to really dedicate time to thinking deeply about the very long history black people have had in this country. Remember, the first black man in Canada, Matthew DaCosta, lived here in the early 1600s, so over 400 years ago. We also learned that although the Underground Railroad was key to thousands of people escaping slavery, that slavery existed in Canada too. Our country was a safe haven, yes, but it wasn't free from racism or discrimination. Canada had segregation, although not legal, as it was in the U.S., but it was widely practiced and was entirely normalized. My favorite part of the last 27 episodes was learning about Black Canadian leaders, people such as Harriet Tubman, more American I know, but honorary Canadian, Marianne Shad Carey, Lincoln Alexander, Rosemary Brown, Elijah McCoy, Carrie Best, and Willie O'Ree. They are all icons in their own right, but can you imagine the adversity that they had to overcome? The mental strength to deal with the racism and to continue pushing forward to be journalists, athletes, and politicians. We also learned about how systemic racism has looked throughout Canada's history. The employment racism and how this led to many Black men working as train porters. The racism towards Black immigrants to Canada in the West, which led to the Immigration Act of 1910. How black people were robbed of their freedom on a farm. How black voters in Canada have been disenfranchised, but took back their power. Environmental racism against residents of Africville, Nova Scotia, the civil rights movement across the country, and how students in Montreal protested against racism that they encountered. My biggest takeaway from all of the research is that I now see, with greater conviction, how racism and discrimination of the past shapes our current society. As a country, we've never fully acknowledged our past. Many of us, including myself, didn't know how widespread segregation was in Canada, for example, that it was upheld by the courts. We pretend that we live in a post-racial society, and this is so dangerous and deceptive because it could not be further from the truth. If we don't know our history in full colour, We can't possibly pretend to understand our current societal issues because they are connected. The racism, discrimination, segregation of the past all influences the present. It's like that philosophical question. If a tree falls in the woods and no one is around to hear it, does it still make a sound? If racism in Canada is left in the past with no one to acknowledge it, does it simply go away? I'll give you a hint the answer is no. It doesn't go anywhere. It sits and waits in plain sight, waiting for an opportunity to strike again. (laughs) Which gave me a thought. Racism in Canada is more like an STD, a sexually transmitted disease. It's uncomfortable and it's embarrassing. You don't want to talk about it. When it flares up, you put a little cream on it and that helps for a while, but it always flares up again. That's been our issue in Canada for decades. We think if we don't talk about it, it'll just go away. Change some laws, put some new policies out, start an investigation or a committee, and everything will clear itself up. Well, that hasn't worked out so well, so we should probably try something different. Education, in my opinion, is one of the key ways to tackle our long-standing issues with racism in this country. If you don't know better, you can't do better or be better. Some people will disagree, and that's okay. There can be many paths towards one goal but this path is one that i would like to try out now that black history month is over i hope it doesn't mean that you're going to stop learning the work doesn't stop in march it needs to happen every day 365 days a year continue reading books watching documentaries and shows take diversity workshops raise anti-racist children, open your circles to people who look and think differently from you, have tough conversations with those closest to you. This is the end of the Black History Month episodes. It was so fun putting them together. Thank you for listening and for your feedback and support. Please keep it coming. But know that there will be more episodes soon. There is still so much to discuss. Talk to you very soon.